Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 63, Pokemon the Movie, The Power of Us Review. another episode of Film Focus. I am your host, the Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. And as you can see from the title of this episode, we're talking about Pokemon. Yeah, mate, another Pokemon film is out, but this time it's got a Western release again, and I just have to talk about it. Now, here's the thing. I wish I'd gotten to talk about I Choose You from last year, because that Pokemon movie, while it wasn't like an amazing film, it was pretty good. Just from, like, you know... Uh, perspective of being able to see a new version of the old story from the anime that I remember from childhood and just the whole experience of being able to actually see a Pokemon movie you know in the UK for the first time since I was 10 years old in the year 2000 with the first movie it was crazy nostalgic 17 years later to be able to see a new Pokemon movie in the same cinema in my hometown it was great and they even gave me a Pokemon card which was sweet as they didn't give me one for this screening and I was actually kind of gutted, but the fact that there was even going to be a limited release for a new Pokemon movie, I found out about this literally just a week ago. I was scanning through Cineworld and I was just like, oh yeah, look ahead to whichever weekend I have off and I was like, oh my god, they got another Pokemon movie, I'm in, I don't care what it is, I haven't seen any trailers, I didn't even know what the hell this movie was about, but I was like, yo, I'm in. So I went to see it today and I have thoughts, so I want to share them on the podcast today. So yeah, man, like, um, this film, I swear, it's just flown under the radar, just come into existence for us UK residents. And uh, I just wanted to share my quick thoughts on this, because this is literally the most impromptu episode I've ever had to do on this podcast for months, possibly years. I mean, even more so than the Fantastic Beast one. This is very unscripted, just raw thoughts. It's been a good few hours since I saw the film, but I still wanted to share my thoughts while they were fresh. So, as per usual with these things, we'll talk about the story, characters, presentation, and then the overall conclusion. So, without further ado, let's jump in. Alright, so the synopsis for this film can be described as the following. The film takes place in Fury City, where there's a wind festival that takes place every year. And on the final day of the wind festival, the legendary Pokemon, Lugia, one of my favorites, shows up and blesses the people with wind that allows their society to keep going because that's how they power everything in the city. And this is apparently an arrangement that these guys have had with the Pokemon for many, many years. And the film happens to revolve around five individuals who are native to this city, who all have their own aspirations and issues and they all happen to come across our old friend Ash Ketchum Pikachu as they enter this area to go about and you know have some fun at the wind festival and as per usual with these Pokemon like stories there is a whole load of trouble that goes down and it's down to all of these individuals to come together and keep things from getting out of hand basically and that is the plot synopsis of the film without going into the area spoilers 
So yeah, I thought the plot for this film was pretty good. It wasn't overly great or overly disappointing, it just rode the line of being enjoyable. A nice comfortable ride if you will. And if you've seen the Pokemon anime series before, then this just feels like an extended episode of the series really. And that comes with its pros and cons. For me, I found it enjoyable and there was a lot to take away from this film that I found fun. I did enjoy learning about the Wind Festival, Fura City and its history with Lugia and the way in which it uses wind to power everything on the island. I also thought that there were some pretty decent and, you know, engaging elements to take away from the film when it came to certain characters like Callahan and Harriet and the power of teamwork, as cheesy as it's been in many films that I've seen, especially in the anime world, it works here pretty well and it felt consistent with what I've come to expect from the Pokemon series before. But at the same time, considering how much deviation you had from the regular Pokemon franchise stuff when it came to Pokemon I Choose You from last year, that was essentially a retelling of like, you know, the earlier side of the Pokemon anime series with Ash, you know, meeting up with Pikachu and forming their bond. But he had like different companions and then obviously the story went into a totally different direction with some of the legendary Pokemon and some of the path that he took, which obviously didn't happen in the games or in the anime series. So I was hoping for a little bit more variation in this story as well, but as the plot was going along, I knew where certain things were going straight away. I could tell where certain characters were going to meet up, like, you know, where conflict and, like, resolution was going to happen. I could tell that this person had this kind of backstory or that this person would get out of this mold and then grow as a person, blah, 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 that kind of thing. But again, the film was fine. It was just good to see another Pokemon film in the cinema. It had a nice sense of fun, adventure, some interesting mystery, uh, and... Yeah, I think was it, you know, some of the humor is a bit hit and miss, and I'm not sure if that's just down to, uh, you know, dubbing and translation differences here and there, but it was just an enjoyable time. It went with a decent pace as well, and uh, by the end of it, I was like, yeah, that felt about right. Good stuff. So when it comes to the characters, I thought they were all pretty good, and there were some that definitely stood out more so than others, but I thought they all added to the film in that nice sort of Pokemon way. The dub cast all did a pretty good job. I'm not going to list them out individually, but I'm going to say right now, I didn't notice anybody that did a bad job, really. So when it comes to the characters, obviously Ash and Pikachu, they're essentially the same character that they've always been. Happy-go-lucky, courageous, jump into any situation if it calls for it kind of people, basically. Ash and Pikachu, they're a good bunch. They are very good at being there when they need to be, standing up for what's right, helping those in need. You know, the basic hullabaloo that you've been doing for how many years. They were fine. They were good. Um, as for the other characters who were actually, you know, residents of the actual island itself, you know, Fury City, um, I wanted to talk about Harriet first. She was this old lady who hates Pokemon. And at first, I just thought she was such an annoying woman, but then after a while, you get to realize what's going on with her, and I sort of guessed what happened with her backstory, but she ended up being one of the more interesting characters out of the five individuals who this story based, you know, focuses on, basically. You also happen to have Margot, this really mysterious girl who runs off and plays with Pokemon in the forest and happens to be, like, you know, is it protecting this other Pokemon from 
you know, these unsavory individuals who may wish to hurt this, like, you know, secret Pokemon, which I won't tell you about, but you'll see it in the film itself. She was fine. She was, like, another one of those nice little happy-go-lucky girls who uh, obviously does things, you know, sometimes without thinking about the repercussions, but she was fine. Uh, you also happen to have Torin, this uh, research guy who doesn't have confidence, and he was very annoying, but at the same time, you can see that he really does care for Pokemon, and he does want to, you know, use his research to help out people. And, yeah, I could see where his, like, you know, uh, plot was going. I could see how his character art was going to play out. And he was fine. And then you happen to have Callahan, which is my favorite character in this film, just because he's this dude who is very charismatic, very cool, he says a lot of things, and most of the times they are lies. He's doing it just to impress his niece and just people around him. But obviously, these lies are starting to stack up, and it really comes to bite him in the ass in a terrible way at one point in the movie. And it's just about him learning to, you know, essentially accept himself for who he is, stop lying, and then grow as a person. And just seeing his arc, it was probably the strongest in the film. And he was probably, like, to me, the most relatable character. And he was fun as well. His charisma and charm and general over-the-top funny nature was just, you know, one of my favorite aspects of the film, really. And, yeah, just everybody else in the cast were fine. Pretty good. Alright, and now it's time to move on to the presentation. And this is the real meat of what I wanted to talk about when it comes to this film. So, visually, I thought this film was decent. One of the things that really caught my eye was the fact that the backgrounds looked like they had a sort of oil painting look to it. It looked very detailed on a good few occasions, especially during some of these static scenes. So whenever it was shots of like, you know, is it a city or interior locations or out in the forest, some of these ones are done with such a really good color palette. Uh, it looks very nice and beautiful and if you took the characters out of the frame is something that you could probably like you know is it you know take a picture of and frame it somewhere because it really did look quite nice on occasions and the art for most of the characters whether it be the pokemon or the human characters all look pretty nice i like the line work the color work on them was all pretty good and during some of the action sequences some of that stuff looked pretty damn cool with some good detail on the pokemon the use of their elemental attacks where it's water ice electricity fire all that kind of stuff looked pretty good and the use of 3d animation when used correctly during some of these animated sequences where you're doing these crazy tracking shots which obviously would be a little bit more tedious to draw hand-drawn when used in conjunction with 3D when it was just like moving backgrounds that looked pretty decent however sometimes those 3D backgrounds did look a little bad in the sense that they were a little blurry and could use a little bit more touching up but I think the more notable side of the 3D animation was its use on some of the human and Pokemon based characters as background people for there were a good few occasions where there were big crowds of people and you'd see up close there'd be the hand drawn people and just behind them or in the background you'd have these sort of 3D looking characters which almost had a cell shaded kind of look but you could always tell the difference in their movements as opposed to the 2D animated characters it all looked a bit funky and weird on a few occasions and sometimes I was like this just didn't need to be done could you not have spent just a bit more time just drawing them all because it was would have looked a lot better 
And sometimes I could see where the film was trying to mask, you know, mask the use of the 3D animation by adding a blur to the background characters to try and emphasize obviously what was happening in the foreground, but it still looked odd and weird. And some of that 3D animation just didn't need to be there basically. But beyond that, visually the film was fine. I think there have been Pokemon films that have looked better, um, but there was a nice sense of scope to it, good color palette, and overall the film looked fine. But the other thing that I really liked about this film was the music. The film score was composed by Shinji Miyazaki, who I didn't know had been composing all the music for basically the anime series and the films since the anime's inception. I'm just like, my gosh, there's no wonder some of these songs still sound as great as they do. One of my favorite things about the Pokemon franchise is the music and the way it's been composed in the anime series, especially during the Indigo League series. Those interpretations of some of the video game music is some of my favorite material I've ever heard in my ears ever because I'm a fan of the, you know, orchestrated sound of, you know, anything, especially when it comes to films. And the way in which uh, Miyazaki's been able to take those themes from the video games and been able to bring it to life, you know, with some differences in pacing or like, you know, tonal pitches and just added that sort of extra oomph to it is great. So you could hear loads of different familiar Pokemon themes from I think it was Route 1, which was I think was it one of the first songs that came up in the film, to you know the Team Rocket theme song and all that other sort of stuff. It was wonderfully wonderfully done. See, I was I'm so flustered, like you know, because I'm thinking about the music, it's great. But yeah, the music was great in this film. Very nicely done. And uh Shinji Miyazaki, you're you're wonderful. Thank you for the good stuff. Alright, and now we come to the conclusion. What did I think about Pokemon, the movie, The Power of Us? I thought it was good. Nothing significant, but still pretty good. I'd say that if you're familiar with the Pokemon anime and just want a little bit more, you know, differences, then you might be a little disappointed that this is just more of the same that you'd expect from, like, an episode of the anime series, except extended, but... I still feel like there was a lot of fun to be had. One of my favorite things about this film was just seeing all the Gen 2 Pokemon. I'm a massive fan of Gen 2. The first 251 Pokemon are probably still going to be my favorite set of Pokemon just because those are the ones I, you know, were familiar with and just seeing all these different characters showing up in their like animated forms with uh, these interesting voices especially with the dub as well were pretty good especially Sudowoodo although he could be a little annoying at times I thought the film was good some decent animation great music and uh, the characters were all very interesting and had enough personality to them that you know it elevated the uh, story a few bits um, I'd recommend it. If you're a Pokemon fan, just go about and watch it. You, We don't get too many Pokemon films that get Western releases, and this is a limited release, which is going to be even more so, you know, broad than the Pokemon I Choose You film from last year. So give it a watch if you're interested. And uh, if you have seen the film, I would like to hear what you thought about it in the comments section below. Or you can holler at me via the email address, thehypersonic 55 at gmail.com, or holler at me on Twitter where I am at... <laughs> Hypersonic 55 or at Film Focus 55. Be sure to check out the podcast on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Just look us up, Film Focus. Your ratings, uh, you know, good ratings and, you know, subscribing to the podcast would help me immensely. So please be sure to do so because uh, Film Focus is looking towards space. 
and the heavens above to you know expand and grow and become super powerful so please join me in that adventure okay that's me done thank you for listening and until the next time ladies and gentlemen this is the hypersonic 5 signing out peace Thank mm-hmm. you.